The Politocrat is brought to you by the great people at Anchor. Anchor is such a great place to go if you want to get started in podcasting. And it's easy and it's free. Anchor, marvelous stuff, marvelous. And I'm so grateful to the folks at Anchor for getting me going with The Politocrat. If you want to get going and be heard on Apple, on Spotify and everywhere podcasts can be, Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy birthday to you, Stevie Wonder. Welcome to this edition of The Politocrat. I'm Omar Moore. It is Wednesday, May the 13th, 2020. Stevie Wonder turns 70 today. Happy birthday, Stevie. Today's episode of The Politocrat will talk about Stevie Wonder and this milestone as he reaches the age of 70 on this, his birthday. The clip that you heard was from the album Hotter Than July. The title, Happy Birthday, and it's, of course, by Stevie Wonder, who this episode of The Politocrat spends the time talking about. And I will be talking about Stevie as he has turned 70 years of age today. It's great to celebrate legends and geniuses while they are alive. And, of course, lately we've had a heck of a time, to say the very least, We have some very horrible news about some of the legends who have passed away. And we've gone over a stretch of really bad news with some of the legendary people that we invite into our homes every single second of the day with their music. Whether it is somebody like, of course, on Friday, the loss of Andre Harrell, who discovered so many great legendary acts with his Uptown Records and did a whole lot to put a lot of great people on the map in music. Then Little Richard the following day, Saturday, and then Betty Wright on Sunday, the sole legend extraordinaire, of course, Little Richard, the architect of rock and roll, the grand architect of rock and roll on Saturday. And then we had Jerry Stiller pass away. Now, he wasn't a musician, but he was certainly a comedy genius. And now, um, you know, God knows you wonder who is next. 
But Stevie Wonder is far from that area. Thankfully, he is still alive and well, and it's really great to celebrate him while he is here. And he has so much music over the last 50 plus years that we enjoy every single day. Stevie Wonder, a real legend, one of the geniuses of music, one of the most um, illustrious people that we have. A true treasure is Stevie Wonder. And on this, his 70th birthday, so many different things to say about him. The song, the song Happy Birthday was as part of the push, quite frankly, to get the official holiday for Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. recognized as a federal holiday. And after years, nearly 20 years of going back and forth on this, it finally happened in the early mid 1980s. And so in the early 1980s, so that song was all about pushing for Dr. King's holiday. And Stevie Wonder and others were instrumental in making this happen, as were political activists and some leaders pushing government to recognize it as a national holiday. Ronald Reagan was in the White House at the time, and there were still lots of people in Congress who were very resistant to a Dr. King holiday being made a federal holiday, a national holiday. And finally, it has been that. It became that less than 20 years after his assassination. So that song was instrumental. And Stevie Wonder is an activist. He continues to be an activist. He refused to play in South Africa. He's refused to play in a number of places. He once said after the murder of Trayvon Martin back in 2014, Stevie Wonder, who was giving a concert, I believe, in Seattle, Washington at the time, said he would never go back to Florida as long as there was not justice for Trayvon Martin I believe those were his words. And I don't think he has been back to Florida since he said that six years ago. Stevie Wonder has so many great albums that he's done. So many. My favorite albums from him are his albums from the earlier period of his career. And I've said many times you can make the case that the best albums he ever did came in the 1970s. The early 1970s was really his peak, I think, creative period. And of course, he still does great music today. I think, though, that back in the 1970s was his greatest era. You know, he started off in the late 1950s, early 60s as Little Stevie Wonder, playing the harmonica as a central feature of his musicianship. And then as he moved through the 1960s and into the 70s, his music became more African-centered. His music became more soul-oriented and had a sense of consciousness to it that it still does, but particularly in that 1960s, 1970s period, late 1960s into the 70s. And it was that point in the 1960s and 70s where the consciousness and the Africanness was very resonant in Stevie's sound, in his music, in his consciousness. It was unmistakable. You look at those albums in the 1970s, Talking Book. You look at the album Inner Visions. You look at the album Songs in the Key of Life. And you look at the album Fulfilling This First Finale.
four glorious albums, and particularly for me, I think Inner Visions and Songs in the Key of Life are the most tremendous of those albums. I think those are the two best albums he's ever done. I would also put Talking Book in there as well as a close third, and then Fulfilling This First Finale. That's where all of his great, iconic music resides those four albums are the four best albums so if you're listening to this podcast episode particularly on his birthday today wednesday may the 13th make sure that you listen to music from those four albums that i've just talked about talking book inner visions songs in the key of life and fulfilling this first finale those are just some phenomenal tunes And I guarantee you that you will not be sorry for listening to those because they are some phenomenal, phenomenal tunes. Phenomenal tunes. Some of the iconic, some of the most iconic material coming from those four albums. There have been so many great things that Stevie Wonder has Done and he continues to. His music is timeless, obviously, but the thing is with Stevie is that he's never bowed to anybody. He has been his own musical innovator. He is an innovator. And he was able to evolve and develop and keep moving and keep being and keep evolving and keep growing. And he's still doing that. He's still doing that. He's collaborated with so many people. Or should I say so many people have collaborated with him. In the 1980s, of course, he and Gladys Knight and Elton John and Dionne Warwick did the iconic That's What Friends Are For. And that was a song that was a song that was designed to help out relief. I think it was famine relief. I'm not 100% sure of that, but I can tell you that I am 100% of the fact that the song is one of the great tunes. And that harmonica from Stevie throughout that song as well. Stevie Wonder, by the way, did harmonica, has done harmonica for Shaka Khan. If you remember back in the 1980s, the song, I Feel For You. At the beginning of that song and in other parts of the song during, I guess, the bridge to that song, Stevie Wonder plays harmonica. Stevie Wonder has done a lot of different little things that I don't know that a lot of people or at least some people recognize or realize that it's Stevie Wonder doing that. And it's usually with the harmonica, although he has done it with his voice as well. So listen to the Shaka Khan song, I Feel For You, and you will be able to hear Stevie's wonderful harmonica. Stevie has, again, done so many tunes and so many people have worked with him. Paul McCartney with Ebony and Ivory back in the early 1980s. As I said, Elton John, Dionne Warwick, and of course, Gladys Knight. For that's what friends are for. Stevie, of course, has worked with Michael Jackson. They did two great songs together. One was 
Get It, which was on Stevie Wonder's album Characters. And that was, I believe, in the 1980s as well. And the other song they did together was a song called Just Good Friends that was on Michael Jackson's album Bad. Stevie has, as I said, worked with so many people. It would take about half a day, perhaps, to detail each and every one of those individuals. And he continues to collaborate with people. He's worked with Ariana Grande. There's so many people. So Stevie Wonder is a multi-generational performer. Multi-generational performer. And it's his 70th birthday. That's a really good thing. That's from the album Fulfilling This First Finale, one of the glorious Wonder albums of the 1970s, literally Stevie Wonder's album. One of the, again, I talked about this earlier, the stretch of the early 1970s where in order he did Talking Book, Inner Visions, Songs in the Key of Life, and Fulfilling This First Finale. Really phenomenal albums from Stevie Wonder. Those were the four albums that I think are the very best works that Stevie Wonder has ever done. Don't get me wrong, there are other great albums since then that I think are showstoppers, but those four in particular, to me, are the core four for Stevie Wonder. Phenomenal. And I'm going to play a couple of other clips from those four albums and clips from songs that maybe a lot of people don't really know of from Stevie Wonder, the ones that don't get played as much, the ones that aren't as perhaps as commercial. Now, there are some, um, um, look, there's so many Stevie Wonder songs. Isn't She Lovely, Mon Cherie Amour, Seduke, As, you know, this is a part-time lover. There's a million Stevie Wonder songs that you obviously are very familiar with. But there may be a few that some people are not as familiar with, not as um, cognizant enough. And the song Creepin', by the way, speaking of collaborations, lest I forget, the female voice that you heard in the backing vocal was none other than Minnie Ripperton. Minnie Ripperton, of course, a megastar in her own right. Unfortunately, she's no longer with us. And she 
died real soon, too soon, too young. Minnie Ripperton was a phenomenal artist. Of course, she did songs like Loving You. She did a song with the Rotary Connection called Won't Be, excuse me, called Want You To Know. She did so many great tunes. The Flower that she did, that's a song she did as well. She she did so many great tunes and she did the backing vocal there with Stevie singing that song with him, really. It's a duet, essentially, for that song Creepin', which is a phenomenal song. Again, a lot of people may not be aware of that song if they certainly don't, if they don't know the fulfillingness first finale album from Stevie. So that's the thing. Stevie has uh, set the bar so high and his level of invention and his level of genius, (laughs) it's just unparalleled. It's unparalleled from Stevie. Um, he's, he's, he's got, he's given, he's giving us and still giving us these great musical moments that just stick with you. They just stick with you. And for me, I am, as I said, a big fan of his earlier work. On this 70th birthday, celebrating Stevie Wonder is a true joy. What would your favorite Stevie Wonder album be? What is your favorite Stevie Wonder song? from the Inner Visions album. And wow, that was the album that really blew me away. I remember that album at the time, back in, I believe it was 1973 or so. It was just a blockbuster. Every tune on it was flawless. 
there was He's Mistral Know-It-All, which is all about Richard Nixon at the time. Because 1973, in this country, you were dealing with Watergate. And, of course, the fallout from it and the investigation that went on. And, of course, as you know, in 1974, Richard Nixon resigned from office. So it was just one of those times in this country where the turmoil was continuing. You had Kent State in 1970. You had all of these other things going on. We had come out of the Democratic National Convention from 1968 in Chicago, the unrest and the violence there. You had the situation in 1972 with McGovern which was a nightmare that happened there where Nixon just defeated McGovern in a landslide. And then you had Vietnam and Richard Nixon basically extending that war. So it was out of this time period, quite frankly, where Stevie Wonder's activism and his political and social consciousness was yet another engineer of some really great music that he's done. And Inner Visions, I think, was an album that represented and still does represent this kind of consciousness from Stevie Wonder. Now, he's done a lot of um, consciousness-raising music over the years since Inner Visions, But I think that, again, you had that period of time in the 1970s that was a high point, a really vivid moment for Stevie Wonder. He, again, has done the song with Dr. King about Dr. King about Happy Birthday. And he celebrated Dr. King and celebrated the kinds of things that Dr. King would bring forth and the need to have his birthday be a national holiday in America. And now what you've got is a musician who continues to set those heights, whether it is with songs celebrating Dr. King or if it's songs that are talking about injustice or talking about the need to correct a wrong and to make sure that we are living in a a better world. So this next song that I'm going to play a portion of talks about Richard Nixon. This is the song that I am referring to that he certainly nails and it's all about Richard Nixon. And that and that song was nearly 50 years ago now. Can you imagine the kinds of songs that will be coming out or have already come out regarding Donald Trump? Smile, no one knows. 
Stevie Wonder with He's Mistral Know It All. Great song from the Innovisions album, a protest song against Richard Nixon. During the time that Richard Nixon was doing a lot of damage to the office of the presidency and also harming the interests of people in this country, the United States of America. I wonder if Stevie Wonder would do a song about Donald Trump I somehow think that Stevie Wonder would not want to waste his precious time. That is from the Talking Book album, the first of those four albums that I was talking about that I think were the best four albums and have been the best four albums that Stevie Wonder has ever done. So I do strongly again recommend that you listen to these albums in full. If you have never come across them or have never listened to them, often some of the songs on these albums are repackaged into greatest hits materials and on uh, various platforms. I'm not going to mention their names. And I think that that really should not be done. I think that what you've got to do and what these companies should do, and I don't know if there is some kind of deal being done or being done by the record companies or whether it's people with Stevie or whomever, but I would suspect it's not Stevie's people or Stevie doing this. It's these record companies that may own perhaps some of his catalog 
are, are giving permission to these, I would imagine giving permission, maybe I'm wrong about this, to these online platforms that repackage these songs into these niche greatest hits things that aren't really greatest hits. They are just repackaged and they're not authorized necessarily by Stevie Wonder either. I, you know, I'm not even sure. But the point is, is that you have to really appreciate this material by listening to the original album. It's easy to get to compilations and compilations are there. But I, I think that compilations, while they do have the best, I guess, considered the best segment of any musician's music, kind of dilutes the essence, I think, of things in a way. It's just better to go back to the original album. If those albums are made available, of course, on these platforms. But of course, vinyl is back. Perhaps some argue that vinyl has never gone away. Stevie Wonder's albums are particularly good on vinyl. But if you don't have vinyl, Stevie will certainly invite you to <laughs> purchase, as I would actually, Purchase these great albums, Talking Book, Inner Visions, Songs in the Key of Life, and Fulfilling This First Finale. Or any other Stevie Wonder album beyond those four. But I just really do love these four albums. And on his 70th birthday, I pay honor to Stevie and celebrate this special day by playing you just a few clips from some of, I think, the best work that Stevie Wonder has ever done. So there are other, of course, fine albums from Stevie as well. But of course, you know, I've I've gone through some of the albums of these four in particular that I <laughs> greatly admire. Here's another one. This album is the album that I've also thought is one of the two best Stevie Wonder albums ever. And here's a tune from it, at least a portion of a tune from it. I think some of you will know exactly what it is. Good morning, friends. Here's your friendly announcer. I have serious news to on to everybody What I'm about to say Couldn't mean the world's disaster Could change your joy and Wonder. 
Love's in Need of Love Today. And what a glorious tune. I mean, Stevie Wonder, terrific there with Love's in Need of Love Today. And it certainly is. And that song was recorded in the mid-1970s. And that refrain is still valid 50 years later. Stevie Wonder, Love's in Need of Love Today. Song that is timeless indeed. And a lot of pretty much, (laughs) you can make a case everything that Stevie Wonder has done to this point is timeless. His music is phenomenal. And one of the things that I always get joy from is Stevie Wonder's musicianship and his craft is unparalleled. Someone who values not only creative process, but the process of evolving music to something higher than itself. It would be tempting to say spiritual. I mean, that's a word that gets thrown around a lot. And Stevie Wonder does have that spirituality about him. It is eminent throughout the way he works with his music and the way he performs it. He really is in the moment and deeper than that. There's a connection that is palpable and that has not slowed at all as he continues to perform to this very day. He continues to tour. He continues to make music as best and as great as it possibly can be and it continues to be as Stevie continues to send that bright light to the rest of the world with his artistry, his message, his advocacy, his humanitarianism. Stevie had met with Nelson Mandela as well and had, I think, done a concert for him at some point and certainly got to meet him and pays a lot of great respect to him during the time that Mandela was alive and and after that, when he passed away a few years ago. Stevie Wonder is wonderful, so much so, of course, that people tribute to him all the time. There have been many concerts in tribute of Stevie Wonder. One of the people that I remember doing this, and she did it a few years back, was Indy R.E., and India R.E. did a song on one of Stevie Wonder's albums called Wonderful, which is a, a tribute to Stevie Wonder. And it was on Stevie Wonder's album, A Time to Love. There was that period in the in the early 2000s where he did that, that uh, album, A Time to Love. It was a terrific album, by the way. Uh, one of the uh, albums that I think hearkened back more to his 1970s era, or at least closer to it, and a mix of that 1970s sound that Stevie was so um, adept with in those four albums, and mixing it more with the contemporary things that Stevie Wonder does. And I think A Time to Love was a return to that era. And Indy R.E. did a song on there called Wonderful. In fact, she does a duet with Stevie on that song with Stevie doing the backing vocal. And in the song, she pays tribute to Stevie. 
And one of the lines in the song is, you are wonderful. And it's a complete tribute to Stevie Wonder. It's absolutely lovely. So that's on the A Time to Love album, which Stevie did, I think, in the early 2000s. He did a, an album in, the, I think, the late 1990s called Conversation Peace. It was around 1996, 1997 that Stevie Wonder did that. And that was a, an album that had a lot more of the social commentary and themes to it that I think have illuminated lives and really perked the consciousness as a lot of the 1970s material that Stevie has done has also done and also did back in the era of the 1970s. Stevie has continued to do a lot of great work, a lot of great advocacy. And he's a household name, not just here in the United States. He's a household name worldwide. And he just continues to be brilliant, to be wonderful, to be a musical genius that he is. Love's in need of love today. By the way, that is off the album Songs in the Key of Life. Certainly one of those tunes that says it all. And that is all four albums that I've played at least one tune from. All four of those vintage albums from the 1970s from Stevie Wonder, who turns 70 today. Happy birthday to you, Stevie Wonder. Happy birthday, Stevie. And thank you for all of this music you are continuing to give us, to give the world, to illuminate our lives, to illuminate our hearts. And especially now, during this pandemic that we are going through here in 2020, we are more thankful for you than ever before. And we continue to thank you. I continue to thank you. May you long continue with good health, good heart, good life, good love, and a spirit of welcoming and a spirit of music making that will continue to endure for eternity. Stevie Wonder, 70 years of age today. Wow, I could not be more thrilled. Stevie Wonder. I think, look, Stevie Wonder, as far as I'm concerned, is an all-time great. Why wouldn't he be? I mean, just listen, just look at the music that he's done. Look at all the things he continues to do. Stevie Wonder, a legend, a genius, timeless. And again, Stevie, happy birthday to you.